0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app.
1: And anytime,
0: on demand, wherever you get your
1: podcasts. The only
2: problem I ever had with Harry Belafonte, and I told him several times, now that he's dead at 96, I won't be able to do it anymore, but a couple, two, three times a year, I had to call him up and go, why do you hate Judd Zolgat? I just don't get Um, it. (laughs) Very controversial. (laughs)
3: You
4: know,
2: why... What's the problem?
5: <laughs> goes way back.
3: Way back. <laughs> it
4: goes
5: way back. Actually started in 56?
2: Yeah, 56. And, yep, and it yep. never
5: got better after that.
2: <laughs> I sat down last night. I don't know what the hell's the matter with it. And by the way, 6 to 1 twins. That's yes. all I got to say to you, sir. We got to get win. to a game as soon as it warms up above 20. Oh,
5: <laughs> When's it just gonna? You know, just just give me ten. Give me something in the fifties. Is, well, is fifty? Is fifty-five degrees too much to ask? Fifty-two in today. May? Fifty-two okay. today.
2: Fifty-eight tomorrow, and sixty-four on Thursday. So that's cool. okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, right there. Sixty-four, I can handle easily. I like sixty-four. In fact, how is it that you can take a shot at a soccer goal with a soccer ball and miss twenty-seven times? No, no,
5: when I missed the um, basketball, I took uh, 27 shots in basketball after the Houston Rockets had a game in which I believe they missed 27 three-point shots.
2: 27? So, so? well, I thought there was a soccer goal. Right? Oh,
5: no, there's a soccer goal. I just I think I just missed once. That's fine. And then I just went home.
2: Oh, you missed, one. Oh, yeah, you but missed if, once. Oh,
5: you missed once. Oh, yeah, no, but if we're talking about basketball, I was challenged. And I hadn't shot a basketball in years. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll. I'll do it. What the hell? And um, Phenomenal. Let's just say that uh, my ability to shoot a basketball had left me, which is, which is again, why I, crit- it's why I criticize instead of trying to do, you see?
2: Yep, I understand. I analyze I understand. it. <laughs> and then you had Phil there doing play-by-play, so that was good.
5: Yeah, yeah. The only So we, we did a, uh, about three or four what, what, what we called uh, Judd Sports Challenges, and the only right. one that I
2: didn't completely suck in was golf. Really? So, because I heard you reference that, but you said you hadn't played golf in a couple of years. Is that right? Oh my God, Tom! I hadn't played golf since like
5: uh, uh, '89. And oh my this was, God! Or '93, 90, <laughs> or something. No, yeah, I hadn't played in forever. But I laid up. Like once I had to putt, I was screwed. You know, I can't. Putting's a I different putt.
2: deal. Yeah, it's a yeah. different deal, man. But I actually, I, I had a decent shot. One thing that people always have to remember, it's not like I'm any good at golf. That's not what I'm saying at all. But the one thing that people need to remember, you're supposed to take the putter back with your shoulders, not your hands. People make that mistake all the time. Yeah, you know, it's just, I i
5: tried. I've, I've I tried know. it all. I am right and, there with you. And that's why I eventually said, for my own sanity, I'm going to retire.
2: Are you going to ever and play golf again?
5: Day. Um. I don't think I played golf so – I think the last time I really played was in the 90s at some point, and then I just said, that's it. I can't take it. Yeah. I can't do
2: it. I, you know what we got to do one time, though? What's that? We really have to go – now, does Phil play golf? Yes, Phil and Declan both play golf. Okay. Because I was thinking maybe we get you guys and Bilski and go over to Midland and play a round of golf. You would have so much – playing with Bils- Bilski – can putt, that's what brought his his name to my mind. Sure. He putts the, that boy can putt like there's no tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I still hate him for it. I was going to say, that's got to make you jealous. Oh, God, he can putt, putt from anywhere. Doesn't matter. He's phenomenal. God, I hate yeah. being nice to Bilsky. What the hell am I doing, Brittany? Stop. I got to stop. It- it's the the new you,
5: Tom Bernard.
2: <laughs> it's the new me. You're,
5: you're trying to get the world together now. You're trying. To, I am. You're, you're praising guys who who can putt, which which you know previously would have pissed you off. Yeah, it's a new Tom.
2: I'm working like a dog. There's no question about that. No question about it. What was that? Was that a dog barking?
1: I think it was a man sneezing. Uh, oh, and then. <laughs> I don't know. It it came out of nowhere because I looked down the hallway. It's 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 the ghost in the hallway who has a Um, cold, apparently. What do you guys got going there? It's like
3: I "Hmm." love it. Um, (laughs) This building is kind of too new feeling to have a ghost, so our ghost would be, like, not that even old. It'd it'd be like somebody from 2000, so that's exciting. Well, you know what?
5: No, Britt, your building very well could could have been built on some historical (laughs) St. Louis Mm. Park. I I believe that, if I'm not mistaken, your... Your location is not far from where the uh, planned, at one point, New York Giants move to St. Louis Park was going to be, That's right. Correct? That's correct. Right, right the down Cooper? the block. Right down the block. Okay, yeah. there you go. See? Like, there could be some real old-time ghosts haunting that area.
2: Did you guys know, to this day, that that area is still called Candlestick Park? Because that's where Candlestick Park was going to be. That's...
5: Yeah. It's, yep. it's from... The, the history of that is one of the most interesting things. It is, the fact, yeah. you, you know, the, the fact that Horace Stoneham was going to move that team here and only didn't because Walt O'Malley said, we're going farther west.
2: Yeah, right. You know. No, it's, the baseball, that's one thing about, well, I suppose all sports, but baseball has some phenomenal stories around those, that, that area. Like they could have been here, they could have been there. What if we would have done this? What have we done? Like the Minneapolis Millers were at 31st and just off of Nicollet. Mm-hmm. There was a ballpark down there. What was the name of that ballpark again? I can't remember. The, Miller Field was it? I thought it was Nicollet Park. I thought they just oh, yeah, you know, I, I, get, I bet it was Nicollet Park. I bet you're yeah. absolutely right. That makes yeah. sense, because it was just off Nicollet and, and, and Lake Street. It's where the bus terminal is now, right? The the bus terminal for city buses to go get, you know, parked at night? It was previously where uh, the Wells Fargo
5: that was, right. I don't know if it burned, but it, it was part, it, it became engulfed in the riots. That's where it was, I think. I, I mean, it's a great a story. story. It is a hell of a story. It's a great story. But, I mean, can you imagine if um, if Willie Mays had played the majority of his career here as a, I don't know, mi- Minneapolis Giant or what, whatever the hell they would have been called?
2: I think it was the I Minneapolis mean, Millers. It was a, yeah, I think it was. Yeah.
5: But I'm saying if the Giants had moved here <coughs> yeah? in, in oh, 59-ish yeah. or so, I, Mays plays the majority of his career here. Didn't he... Am I wrong? He did play at Nicollet Park for a while, didn't he? Yes. The, I thought um, so, yeah. He got sent to the Millers for a, a a period, and I think he tore it up. And if I'm not mistaken, the, the big league club, the Giants at the time, took out an ad in the Minneapolis Tribune essentially apologizing for the fact that Mays didn't play here for more than like two weeks or something. You
2: know what I love most about those stories, and I used to piss him off because... I loved Sidney Hartman. Sid and I got along really well. He used to get pissed off at me because I'd go after the twins and pole ads and all that stuff. Found out some of them couldn't take a joke. And Sid would, would you stop doing that? He'd get all worked up. But sitting with the old Lincoln Dell on what was then Highway 12, it's now 394. Sitting at that old Lincoln Dell and listening to Sidney talk. Matter of fact, oh my God, who was it that was there that day? Oh, I get together... For I'm going to get together for lunch with Sid Hartman at the Lincoln Dell, and I get a call from Gene Simmons. He goes, hey, you want to have lunch? So I showed up with Gene Simmons. To eat with Gene Simmons and Sid Hartman oh my God. It was not one of the weirdest days of my life.
5: Oh, I've never was, heard. Oh, oh, this is great. You're phenomenal. kidding me.
2: No, no, it was phenomenal. Those two together, holy hand. He loved the food, by the way. Gene Simmons loved the food at Lincoln Dell.
5: Has anything replaced... Lincoln Dell from a food standpoint
2: in this town. I Replaced loved them. Lincoln Dell. I did too. No, it was like, a whole different experience. really was. It was. I mean, I, I like, uh, you know, the sandwich shop out there and uh, what the hell is it called again? It starts with a C. It's it's the only deli left in Minneapolis, as a matter of fact, since Mort's closed. Oh, uh, k-
1: Kramarchek's? Kramarchek's?
2: No, no, that's over... Yeah, that's northeast. That's northeast. This one is out out west on Hopkins Crossroad. Mm. I keep thinking it's Celebrity Deli, but it's not Celebrity. It starts with a C, though. What the hell is it? I go there all the time, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I really, really do want to go. I love, and I suppose it's because, you know, everything west of Penn Avenue was a Jewish neighborhood when I was a kid, so Mm. you'd go over there to the Plitman's Deli, and Michael Plitman is still a, a very close friend of mine, known him for a billion years, but You go to Plitman's Deli, man. I walked in there the first time. I think I was about four, maybe five years old, because my mother gave me a dollar to go get something to eat because I was hungry. And I walked into Plitman's, and I said, I wanted a roast beef sandwich and a glass of milk. And the guy said, you ain't getting a glass of milk eating roast beef in this restaurant. (laughs) It's not happening for you. Not happening, pal. So I learned very young. That was a good thing, right? Exactly right. It's all true. So you got your Minnesota Twins kicking New- the New York Yankees' ass 6-1 to one last night, right? Is that not fun to watch, too? I just love the fact that our Minnesota Twins, uh, I didn't like it much when they lost, what, 7 out of 9? Yes. I wasn't big on that part. And to not very good teams, by the way. Those, both those teams we lost all those games to were not very good. Mm-hmm. So I really wish we wouldn't do things like that. <laughs> but. Yes. Uh, you know where you're, I, I haven't checked the standings. I'm assuming we're still in first place. I checked them, and so here, here is the in-
5: interesting thing: the Twins now in first place, Tom, by two games over Cleveland. No mm-hmm. team below the Twins is over 500. Cleveland 11 and 12, Detroit 8 and 13. Oh the White Sox get this: the White Sox five consecutive losses, seven and 16. Oh and, Jesus! And Kansas City's even worse, five and 17. We get to play them a lot, so that's good news. So this is shaping up pretty well. I'm, the,
2: is. the White Sox being this bad just amazes me. I didn't see that coming, by the way. I neither. I did not see the White Sox being this bad. I mean, it's fun to watch and all the rest of it. Um, I cannot wait to go to a game. just I don't want to go sit and watch a baseball game when it's 38 degrees. I just don't want to do that. Right? I don't blame you one bit. No. I guess the dome ruined me because it was nice and 72 degrees in there for every game. The only good thing is that, that with the new speed up rules, at least now if you
5: go and it's chilly, you're not stuck there for probably three and a half hours, right? Yeah, that's like that's true. the only yeah. good thing. Although I think last night, last night seemed to drag, but the impressive thing again was man, the starting pitching, Sonny Gray.
2: Yeah. I, Sonny Gray. I think he's given up
5: two and runs in 29 innings.
2: Yes. Whew. Really, really good. And uh Joey Gallo's doing okay. Yeah, you know what is, is nice?
5: He is, and he had played here, uh, before in his career uh, prior to
2: joining the Twins. But I think what's really nice is he is a good first baseman. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a pretty damn good team. I'm still holding out to the beginning of the year. I still think they got a shot at going a long way here. They can't go through another seven and two like they just did, uh, where well, they lost, uh, lost seven out of nine games. I, you don't need that again. But that team's got a lot of talent on it, and Taylor cannot hit worth a damn except unless it's a home run yeah that's so (laughs) weird too because he's got
5: he's got great speed yeah oh yeah Um, I do like the fact though Tom that for the first time I think since Buxton became what they consider to be a viable player that they finally and I've been saying this for like two years they finally went out and got a center fielder who could who can start when Buxton can't yeah, now they yes. clearly were forced to, but you know this whole thing of for how long did we have J.K. or Gilberto Celestino, right? And you're like Byron's going to get hurt, or he's not going to be in right. the play in center. Yep. You've got to have a viable starter, starting caliber, really good player behind him, and Taylor. Yeah, he's not great at the plate, but he is a he's a quality starting player.
2: I, I agree, and if you can hit a home runs in a while uh, to win the game, works for me. Did you see Gallo's home run last night? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still I think it's flying past your studio yeah, right exactly. now. It's still airborne. Now, it's it's a lot of fun. I did not like that stretch, that 9-game stretch. That, that bothered me quite a bit. But they've rebounded a bit. I was a little afraid of the Yankees coming to town because mm-hmm. the Yankees always had this special thing over the Twins. I don't know what the hell it is. But it hasn't shown its ugly head this year. So two and two in New York, and now we're one yep. up in Minneapolis. So that's good. Yes,
5: yeah. It's a, And and look, when this franchise can beat the Yankees at any point, you're satisfied. I agree. Because you're right yep. about that. It's just become, it became, I think, did, did it start again with the Guardy teams? I think
2: so, yes. Yes, exactly. You know, where they just got sort of like uptight? It got mm-hmm. really weird it got very weird you're right they got they were like i don't know what the hell that is you know it's like working Hey, look, do you think it's easy for me to, to work sitting right next to a genius like Brittany? I was
3: just going to say you're so lucky. I'm
2: just it's... how much more fortunate could I be? <laughs> but
3: also, you're right. It is intimidating to sit next to me. Oh,
2: there's no question about it. <laughs> Very some...
5: good comparison. Perfect comparison. Thank you. You know, you start Although, to fall apart. You can't win the games. Yeah.
2: The Yankees do not smell as good as Brittany does. She's got this this perfume on today. It smells really nice.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
3: I. What is it? Um, uh, Tory Birch.
2: Well, it's Menon by, wasn't it?
3: Hmm. Menon.
2: <laughs> so it's called Tory Birch.
3: Yeah, they have like many of a few perfumes, and that's I. The, I can't remember the one I like, but I luckily, man, you get it in these bottles, and they last like five years. Um, oh,
2: they do, yeah. And
3: what I like is you do the same thing I do with cologne and perfume—is you can't smell it unless you're kind of close to them. So, like,
2: yeah, right, I work with, right. and,
3: and I love Steve Patterson, and I. He's a great guy. Oh, I heard
2: he's a good guy. Yeah, but
3: man, you can smell him four yeah. rooms down, and well, we he always are like, in it,
2: huh?
3: mm. "We're always <laughs> like, Steve." I he just dumps it on himself. Yeah, we're like, Steve. So you were in this room what, like, eight hours ago? Because I can smell that oh, you were yeah. here. Like,
1: <laughs> some <laughs> musks to that man. Yeah. a little yeah. musk, baby. <laughs>
3: and he smells good. It's just a lot, mm-hmm. and he's always talking about it. He's like, "You like that?" I'm like, "Yes," but it is a lot.
1: Got to tell
2: you, Turtle dove many, many years ago comes in and goes, Tom. I like the fact that you put on deodorant and wear cologne. Yeah, I really appreciate that. But do you realize you have twenty-seven bottles of I cologne? I know. I do. I have, have every they, kind of cologne ever made.
3: Are they all different? Oh yeah, all that's, of them. I hit this point where I go. I have five yep. different. I need. I like. Feel like I just need to commit to one.
2: Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, English leather, brute. High karate. Oh my. I write
3: high karate. Oh, my.
2: oh, just old school all over the place. <laughs> English karate. leather. Oh, English my leather. My dad wore that.
5: Oh, that's good. <laughs> my dad <laughs> wore
3: that. I'm love. not joking.
5: My dad, big cologne guy. <laughs> I oh, Judy, not really. so much.
3: I there love when my husband puts on cologne. I love oh, yeah. it. I, it. I just yep. love it.
2: We have to take a quick break. You can stay with us, Judd, right? Yes, absolutely. You, you need to be up by, what, 38? Yep. Perfect. Okay, I wanted to make sure. We'll be Thank right back in a couple of seconds, right, if there's more with Judd.
1: The last thing you think about
2: after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're
5: never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online
2: until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you'll only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
4: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: Seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and
2: Bryant. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand-new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0... Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. It's only a kick.
1: this is the tom bernard morning show podcast
2: we are back ladies and gentlemen judds all again with us from score north got a big uh, night coming up on thursday yes our uh, surly draft
5: party at park tavern doors or we start at six o'clock our our uh, show on the score north youtube channel starts at seven and um we have no idea what is going to take place but it's going to be a great time uh there is no admission, uh, and Surly's Before I Die, which, of course, is a, a Viking-branded lifestyle beer of just one championship before
2: we die, will be available. So it's going to be a great time. Come out and join us. I think I am going to come by for a little bit. I just want to come by love and it. throw you a little support and then head home. It'll be perfect.
1: Uh, Rudy, uh, you got some tomorrow night, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be at uh, House of Comedy tomorrow night. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. What yeah. time? Uh, showtime is 7 p.m. Tickets are available at uh, HouseOfComedy.net. Uh, yeah, man, it should be a good time. Uh, I'm headlined there in like four months. So it's going to be a, first, a bunch of new jokes. Probably about you know half the set's going to be brand new. So. And then right. afterwards, Thursday, probably going to head over and hang with you guys because I haven't had the score north uh, before I die logger yet. Absolutely so yeah looking forward yeah, to come it on, on, Thursday. on over yeah
2: and I haven't it's either and that's time. a good thing
1: yeah.
5: <laughs> you and
3: I yes, you
1: will know we'll let I, Rudy
3: uh, tell yeah. us yeah. the details of the alcohol Delicious. That?
5: he'll rave about it mm-hmm. so Tom the, the best part about that entire thing there was that is a lost art of the Carson show right there with guests plugging their upcoming events <laughs> oh yeah that, Do you remember well, that's that? why I learned it That it's is exact- the greatest from Johnny Carson. So, Yep, so, uh, so Don, tell the people where you're go- going to, to be. Well, I'll be
2: in, you know,
5: the, yep. at the Sands on Friday. Yep.
2: I miss those days, man. Johnny Carson was the best of all time. There's never been anyone close to him as far as hosting a nighttime mm-hmm. talk show. He was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. God, he was funny as hell. And I still love the fact that he, And I know, maybe it's just not funny to you guys, but he was on one night because it was Forest City, Iowa, Which is where Winnebagos are made, and I and I used to drive through the once in a while when I was working for Capitol Records. So I loved that town, and all the Winnebago people were very very nice, hanging out. (laughs) He said that they bought like five of the city of Los Angeles bought five of them, and they would go around and pick up you know like drunks from the street and Mm -hmm. you know people (laughs) causing trouble all the rest. He said the one thing about it though we uh, we had a problem. We had to change the name from. Winnebago to baga wino. <laughs> Which I thought was a pretty good line. Yeah. I mean that's not a bad line that's, at all. No. That's, bag of, Hey, don't didn't your dad drive baga wino? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it was Johnny Carson who originated the line when somebody had written him a joke and he said he wouldn't do it. And they go, Well, why why not? Like this is like prime people in Hollywood would love this. He goes, I'm I'm not I don't care about the people in Hollywood. I'm broadcasting for people right. in Iowa. Yep. That's who watches. I don't care about Hollywood. No. I care about the Midwest. Yep. Yeah, he was one, he was the one that really got people in that mindset.
2: He got it all figured. And what was his name? Pat McCormick was his mm-hmm. head writer. Yeah. Did you ever hear what he did? This is a great one, man. Pat McCormick and his wife had their first baby. Pat McCormick was, what, about 6'6", weighed probably about 350 pounds. Hmm. He's a huge guy. And a very nice guy, by the way. He's been dead a long time now, I think. But, but he... They announced that they were going to have a dinner at his house to celebrate the birth of their new child, and he was so excited, and Carson and his wife came, and all these, Don Rickles and his wife came, all these very high-toned celebrities, there were about like 10 of them, something like that. He said, well, I tell you what, let's have dinner first, and then I'll take you back and introduce you to our son. He's a beautiful baby, but let's have dinner first, and then we'll go back there. So, what do we have? Oh what my wife made this magnificent rotisserie, a roast it, it's just it looks wonderful. Mm-hmm. so they're sitting there, and here comes uh, the server at the house. They hired somebody to you know work that night, and he wheels out the meat cart, you know those silver meat carts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a, like a
3: little dolly thing,
2: and of course, they roll back the hood, and the baby's in the meat cart. <laughs> oh
3: my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's brilliant, right? There. That's damn good. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're gonna that eat is the baby, funny man. You, you weren't kidding, he was six seven. six seven. yeah, yeah. He was a
2: big man, mm, well. great guy, though. Yeah, you probably weighed about 350, something like that, three and a quarter. Big, big man. Wow. And by the way, Carson did use talk about the fact uh, whenever Pat's pissed off, just stay away from him. <laughs> I think it's a really good idea. Six, seven, three and a quarter. Yeah, you better stay away from mm-hmm. him. That's just yeah, good advice. Okay, I have to ask you guys a question because I have not seen this list. Do you know anything about the Minneapolis Brewery uh, Take-Home uh, Top Awards at the 2023 Brewers' Cup? you know about this?
3: Uh-uh.
2: The favorite beer in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Do you, I, I don't know anything about this. I, I just saw it. And any guesses what it might – is there a local beer that you really like?
1: There's so many. Uh, Dangerous Man is probably one of my favorites. Dangerous Man? That's in Northeast. Uh, Falling Knife is hands down probably, besides Wild Mines, which is right next to my house, that I go there a lot, uh, Falling Knife is probably my favorite brewery in town.
2: So, yeah, you know that I've never, ever been to a brewery? No? Never. You've never been to one? No, I never have. Oh, they're cool, yeah. Yeah. But you ever have been around me when I used to drink?
1: Uh, I've seen the the holes in the wall back at ABC Radio, so yeah, I, I remember <laughs> yeah, those there days. There you go. <laughs> Get
2: away from here. I'll kill you.
1: <laughs> so
2: what are you going to do? Okay, well, I'm trying to find the list. Best in show is right here. Uh, there you go. First place was Falling Knife Brewing Company. Wow. wow.
5: Yeah. That was
2: number one. And then it says Tom's, T-O-M-M. You spelled your name wrong. It's the only one M. You got it? Uh, Falling Knife took, took they best in show. They took best American lager was also Falling Knife. Uh, Canal Park Brewing
1: Company. You know that one? At uh, Duluth.
2: Oh, it's all. Oh, okay.
1: Canal Park, Duluth. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. I love that area. Great restaurant, by the way, they have a tap room and then they also have like a restaurant connected to it. If you ever take Catherine, you guys are just out for a day up on, uh, up in Duluth, just go down. Oh, man, that whole area down there by the uh, – it's right by the bridge, Canal we're, Park.
2: We're yep. going to go up there for the 4th of July, as oh. a matter of fact. We're going to take the whole family up. To, we're going to take that week off, as a matter of fact. We always take the week of the 4th of July sure. off.
3: That will be so Perfect. fun. We'll head up to
2: – the kids are all going to come up. There's oh. a ton of stuff to do. You're
3: going to hate it. You're going to hate gonna, having all the kids. Horrible
2: the- children. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it goes – oh, Fitger's House is on the list. You got uh, Arbiter Brewing Surly? Company. Sur- yeah, Surly's on here. I, just, I went by Sir What the hell is Surly? It's on, uh, yeah, it's on here. It is. Yeah. What,
1: okay. While you're looking for that, uh, Judd, I know you're a beer guy. Have you been to Ficker's before up in Duluth?
2: Oh, I have not.
5: I have not been I to have. Duluth in ages, no. which is a, a mistake. Duluth. That is a great
2: town.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be uh, – I got a show August 18th in Duluth at Ficker's Brewing, and I'm going hours beforehand just to hang in that building because it is so cool. It is a great building. Mm-hmm. And it's always – Full. Always. Always. Packed. It's just
2: amazing to watch. In any case, so now we find, yeah, Surly Beer, by the way, they've done a great job. What's the name of that top-end beer that they have at Surly? Furious? Is it Furious?
1: That's that's their big seller, yeah. That's their
2: big one, yeah. (laughs) I heard that's really good. It is outstanding. That's what I hear. No doubt about it. Maybe I should start drinking again. What do you think?
3: Nope, I think we're good. Um, <laughs> no, we're, no, we're going to go um, ahead and pass reason. on that. We're going to find you some really fun alternatives.
2: Why don't you want to ever hear me say again, I'll break both your arms and both your legs and throw you down the stairs?
3: Not only will you say it to me, but you'll well, say Why don't it. say it to you? No, no, I'm saying like not, you know, the problem is, I have no problem with you saying that to me. We've both threatened each other many times. Um, <laughs> well, that's true. You know, it's the fact that, yeah, I, you and I, we have to retire drinking. I know you don't like the word retirement, but we no
2: retiring drink is better we, than just giving up booze. We before.
3: had to retire drinking, my
1: friend. Oh well, Tom. I don't know. if You guys might know this. He's quite the quite the crooner when he gets a couple of pops in him.
2: Drinking again, <laughs> I'm having a few. Actually, it's true though. I used to sing a lot when I drank. That is absolutely true. Did you really? Oh God! Just yes. start break out in song. Like yeah, what? I, no oh, a lot of Dean Martin type of stuff, oh God, another guy could stuff. drink a little bit if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My yep. mother thought Dean Martin was God. I think I mentioned this before that uh in my in our houses when my mother was running the show uh there were there were like five pictures on on the wall in the living room on one wall uh the very top was of course Jesus. you uh-huh. had to have Jesus up at the very top, sure. now, beneath that was the Pope, yep. Beneath that was John F. Kennedy's picture yep, because he, your- my mother was Catholic yep. and she loved Kennedy. And then there was one more below that. What the hell was the last one she had? Oh, Dean Martin. She had a picture of Dean Martin. Once again, a nice Catholic boy. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. yeah. In, in fact, my mom was a huge fan of Martin and Lewis.
2: Oh, she was God, very upset in,
5: in her in her younger days when they broke up.
2: She'd go see all I the know. films. Oh, he, those two were phenomenal. Dean Martin by himself. I love the Dean Martin show. Did you ever hear how he got paid? Remember the Dean Martin show on Thursday nights? It was probably before you guys' time. I've seen it, but yes, I don't before recall time. it back. Do you know how he was paid, Brittany?
3: Mm-mm, how was he paid?
2: He was paid at the time. RCA owned NBC, and he was paid in RCA stock and became a multi, multi-millionaire.
3: That's not a bad way to live, That was very
5: smart. And those guys were the the originators of, of like, the Vegas scene. So oh, yeah. So they bought up the property. Yep. Like, that was, you know, back in the desert days, right? Yep. So they were, like, the first in there. But that whole thing, in fact, I have read that Dean Martin, for the most part, didn't really drink much.
2: No, the he act, did not. But
5: the act yep. was so great. Like, Foster Brooks, the act was so good <laughs> yeah. that everyone just thought he was continually Hammered.
1: Uh, The one time, there's a famous story about him I read in a book where he was pulled over. Him and Frank were out drinking in Hollywood, and uh, he got pulled over by the cops. And when the guy walked up to the window, he rolled it down, and he looked at him. He said, "Uh, Mr. Martin, can you get out and walk the white line? And he said, not until you put a net underneath it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's a brilliant line. See, that's good. I can't be falling off this white line. That's all I know. No, that guy in my house was God. My mm-hmm. mother adored Dean Martin. I understand, he was a very, i never, never met him. Met his kids. His kids are very nice, but I understand he was a terrifically nice man. Well, that's like he he was not a booze hound, and you know, he always had that tough edge to him. I guess in person, he was just a terrific guy. You know what? Bring back the roasts. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. I love How about that. the 1970s roasts, which, by the way,
5: were, were on TV, so they weren't exactly like the, the harshest things. No. But, man, no. they were funny.
2: They were very, very funny, and Don Rickles was on most of them. Yeah. I still think Don – there is no way Don Rickles would break today. Not a chance. Mm-hmm. All the things he used to say about people, there is no way anybody would hire him because he's just not, you know, frou-frou enough or whatever. Honest to right. God, I remember. Well, the, the one thing I loved about Don Rickles whenever he would go after people, he always made sure because he was a nice Jewish boy from New York, so he'd always make sure he'd find uh, one Jewish person in the audience to talk to. And he's talking to this woman; she's sitting in the you know like the second row, and she's sitting there with her husband. And he said, "You're a Jew, aren't you?" You know, he starts doing that. And she goes, "Yeah." I'm a, and he starts talking about being a Jew and how great it is, and blah 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 in America. And he looks at her husband, who's got a, a rather large nose. There's no question about it. So is this your husband? She goes, yes, that's my, my husband. I've loved him for many, many years. Really, because I thought it was an eagle.
5: Oh, my God. <laughs> that's Rickles.
2: <laughs> an eagle. That's a big nose, man, if you're an eagle. But he was, I don't, they wouldn't let him get away with that stuff nowadays. First of all, just singling out a Jew in the audience, they right. probably wouldn't even let him do that anymore. Right. Only That's he did it to honor them. I don't know why they wouldn't, but those guys, that, that whole Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Don Rickles, what a crowd that was. Absolutely. Anybody, is that Absolute. ever going to happen again? I yeah. don't think so. Not like that. No, no, probably not. Uh-uh. Not like that. People are too self-involved. Look at that. I got you out right on time, Buster. Look at how good you are, man. Too
5: ah. professional, huh? Talk oh, to on. you tomorrow?
2: I'm going to go over to the couch. Remember what Dean <laughs> used to say all that. Yes, we'll talk to you tomorrow, sir. Thank you. All right, see y'all see later. Bye,
3: Bye, Judd. Judd's bye. All together,
2: and gentlemen. Score North and Thursday night again. He will be at Park Tavern with Phil and everybody else. You're going to what time? You know, you know what time you're going by?
1: I don't know yet. I have, uh, I either. got something quick. Mm-hmm. I got to take care of on Thursday night. But yeah, I was definitely because I think the draft starts at seven.
2: Yeah, but, I think that's right. Uh,
1: but I think I, those guys usually. I think the last year when they did it at Surly, they got the party going around six.
2: Yeah, I think the party starts at 6, and then the draft starts at Mm 7. I think that's exactly right. I do believe that is true. So, oh, people are coming in, and we better close the studio door. (laughs) Nothing but trouble coming in. Speaking of,
3: I got a nice message from a listener. Um, Tom had wrote in, you have made me laugh for over the last 20 years, uh, when I need it the most, all of you make a difference. I am looking forward to meeting everyone at the State Fair. The podcast format is great. Um, I, can have li- I can listen anytime uh, that I... Oh, I can listen when I have time, thanks, Tom.
2: Right. No, that, that's very nice of you to read that. Yeah. It's becoming bigger and bigger. I, I, you know, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but Jesus, you people support... It. Rudy, you still look at those? Yeah, I get them every day. Oh, do you really, man, mm-hmm. yeah. still looking they're growing on a daily basis from what I hear
1: absolutely, oh, well, they mm-hmm. really are huh? really good, yeah, uh, that's you know, wonderful. they can't really b- compare it apple to apples quite yet when because uh, they need a little bit more data, but I, yeah, from what I understand, true. we are the fastest growing podcast in Hubbard
3: you guys, I gotta tell you something um. Just because we're tooting our own horn, I also have to... not tooting
2: anybody. We're thanking people.
3: I also have to admit that I burnt myself not only once, but twice trying to make a pizza last night. Mm-hmm. I thought you were
2: going to do that.
0: Oh, do you know? Here's the
3: thing. Here's yeah. My real talent man. is actually... <laughs> hey, everybody. A
2: puppeteer. Isn't
3: that bad? Like, at this point in my life, 36, I burnt myself not once, twice making a frozen pizza doesn't last su- night. I
2: know you. It doesn't surprise me in the least. Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. And she didn't disaster. even have the pizza in the oven yet. That's how no. amazing yeah. no. it was. Yeah. Didn't even
3: get, the thing didn't even get made. No. We didn't even have pizza <laughs> last night. Makes you wonder.
1: Yeah. There's no
2: pizza out there at all. Ah, what the hell. Uh, no, it does. Uh, you know, getting back to that just one one brief second. It yeah. just is so nice because we've now been on uh, this show for two months, right? A mm-hmm. couple of days over two months. I guess five days over two months. But I keep running it. I run into people in the street, and you guys must too, and all the time. And most people don't even know what I look like because we're not up on YouTube yet. Mm -hmm. But they somehow know. Oh, I suppose it's the billboard. Well, yeah, yeah, the billboards
3: might be a little bit of an indication. Hey, this is me looking like me.
2: I thought I forgot about that part of it, but you people have been so kind in your comments, and you know you love the show, and it means the world to us. No, no doubt about that. Are either one of you to a jogger?
3: I like running.
2: You do like running. Mm-hmm. I run. You yeah. run as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is weird. Then you need news of the stupid. That's the name of the news uh, <laughs> delivery service. News of the stupid. People say they don't jog because the way they run makes them look stupid.
3: <laughs> you get tired to look cool. What? It's rare. Cause I've had people take pictures. You know, I run. uh, Me and your daughter Alex run together. We like doing that, and you know, we've done five Ks and all that together. There's nothing more humbling when you finish a five K, and especially if you do it well. If you somebody's like, "Hey, I took a picture of you," and they show you, and you go, "Never show me that again. Mm -hmm. Never. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you manipulate my body like that? You don't look cool. It's rare you look cool running."
2: All right, I'm going to read just a couple. I have not read these yet. These are the comments on that story. Uh, most people don't like to run because it makes them look stupid. Uh, user name. that's Y-O-O-Z-E-R, username. Okay. Get it? Yep. I can relate to this sentiment, but with swimming, I enjoy open water swimming, but often joke while pointing off in the distance that I'm almost drowning in that general direction. I don't get that joke at all. Do you guys get that? So
3: just they look like they're flailing their body swimming.
2: Oh, this is cold because you you might remember this. I hope you do remember this. I'm the swimming equivalent of Steven Seagal running.
3: Oh no! Remember he'd run oh, in
1: his no. movies and yeah. it was like <laughs> <laughs>
3: little arms.
1: It's very bad. Yeah, that's what that's why at some point you just realize that they only shot Steven Seagal in one room and he kicked a lot of ass and he never <laughs> ran. That was it. Oh, that's it's right. torture.
3: So I do this class at Lifetime where um. It's you. Half the time you're doing weights, and half the time you're doing treadmill. And they have a mirror. A, it's right in front of you, making eye. Con- trying to watch yourself while it's it's actual torture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very painful. All
2: right, we'll move on after I read this from Shuriken Die. Shuriken Die. I don't jog because I'm fat and lazy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know what? Know thyself.
2: Know thyself exactly. <laughs> we had a
3: listener write in, Mike. He wrote, "If you see me running, you better be running too, because something is chasing me." <laughs> oh, I like it. Yeah, Mike's I'm, like, "I'm not a runner. I will not." I'm
2: only running when I have to run. Yeah, that works for me. It's
3: it's also humbling. I've been running with Gogo. We've got this like fancy runner thing for her, and then so I run with the dogs and her. And man, I think I'm speeding along, right? Because I'm getting back into running after having the kiddo, and it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And then I look down because I time, you know, I have all the running apps, and I look down and it's like a 12 minute mile? That's, yeah. That ain't great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm speeding. And I go, oh.
2: 12 minute miles still, what is that? About it, five not, and a half miles it, an hour? It,
3: that's like not that? great. It's, but it's fine. It's where I'm at, it's just harder. Because, you know, you've got the giant running stroller and the dot. And you're just getting back. In. So you're in your, you just have to not look at that stuff. But it's just so funny because I think I'm like eight-minute miles the way I'm struggling. And then you're like, ooh, I must have just been like mm-hmm. just shuffling.
2: Thank you so much for sending me this uh, story just now. Our listeners are so wonderful. 30-minute daily jog may boost bedroom performance for men as much as medication. Uh-oh, Alex is here.
3: Alex, get on. We can do Perfect here. time to talk about erectile Yeah,
2: great. Erectile dysfunction, my daughter opens <laughs> the door. Yeah, it's really... Okay, let me move on from that story get since my daughter here. walked in.
4: Your jacket's so cute. Matter of <laughs>
2: fact, why don't we do this? We'll take a break right here while yeah. you guys settle in, and then we'll be back to wrap things up right after this
4: do you ever google yourself are you happy with what you find or is it cringy are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team how do you feel when you google your own place what do you see a non-updated social media page you don't even remember making ads for your competitors an old school website with outdated information hubbard interactive can help they can do it all for your business they're a google Premier partner so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher they can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways they've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp plus social media influencer marketing podcasting and more all the things that will make you a lot happier next time you google yourself Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. Hubbardinteractive.com Building campaigns that connect.
0: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski,
2: CEO at North American
0: Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, We believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses.
5: And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
0: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us.
5: When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, We'll be here to help you.
2: Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
3: Yeah, it is. And I'm Tom Bernard, if you like it or not. This is my co-host, Alex.
0: My headphones aren't
1: on. Oh. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. No, we can hear you. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm not sure exactly how those work. I know, Andy, when you guys do the family podcast, Andy does it a little different than what we do it for you guys. Come, go
3: so over there and look at your headphones.
1: Yeah, you know what? Hey, uh, just tell her to take her dad's spot. Yeah. Since I don't think uh, her dad dad's oh, coming would back anyways, so we might as well just go ahead. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Oh, hey,
3: oh, you want to do your podcast, sir? I <laughs> had Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: Boy, Alex is moving over here now. Yep. My yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, dear. The one, the one oh God! Oh God! Did you spill Why is there a no. phone from like 18 or 1987? <laughs> and- what? All right, the
3: trifecta. Well, no, because well,
0: trifecta. A- she leaves Rudy <laughs> out of it. Maybe the I
3: left tri- you out fact- of it so.
0: because oh, yeah, you weren't
3: here. Mean. Fab
0: Four.
2: Might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. The, the yeah. relate to the fat Four, and I was like, Hey, yeah, all
2: right. I'm pretty sure she said Fab Four, not the fat, fat four. four. I kind of
3: like that though. Like Fat Phat.
2: P- okay. Oh, do you remember
0: what that stands for? Pretty hot and tempting. Oh yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> Why do I have to sit in here with you two?
0: Sandwich between the two. Just How many years you guys known each
2: other? Forty-five.
0: <laughs> Forty five well, years her her ago. When I was when 12. she was born. <laughs> and then I met her before that. So it's been Let's see. So I knew I met you, Tom, when I was twenty.
3: And then yes. Alex, I think I actually officially met you at your wedding. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, really? No, we've, you, came, you came
0: on the podcast. Yeah. And then that's when I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we didn't become friends until, like, right after I was married. Yeah. i still not her friend. you asked me to run life. with yeah.
3: you. I know. And then, then it was, then we leapfrogged. Do you ever get leapfrogged in a friendship? Like, if it was first you, and then I said, well, I actually don't need you because I have Alex.
2: Yes, I You're do welcome. remember that. You gave me the stiff arm, but yeah. uh, don't worry about my feelings.
0: Out of the way.
2: Don't <laughs> worry about my feelings, though, Alex. What's anything new out in the street
0: we should know about? Out in the street, I was just at Target. <laughs> oh, what happened? Ooh, a lot of cute kid jammies because <gasps> I was looking through those. Because Sage has grown out of one of his favorite pairs, Shark Uh-oh, jammies. So I was sent on a mission jammy. to buy new Shark jammies. Now, do you have to buy the exact same ones, or no, can they be no, other
3: he just sharks? Was like any Shark jammies. That's actually pretty understanding for a kid.
0: Yeah. What well, size is he in now? It depends, cause yeah, you know sure some kid, size, kid sizes are wild. It doesn't make any sense. You know, a four T can be my waist size or three inches. I know. Wide. I don't know. I so. don't.
3: Sizing for kids is like they just go. What? A, it doesn't matter because <clears throat> we're, hey. we're gonna have to work around it anyways. Hey. Oh, sorry. We're hey. boring
2: you. <laughs> what, what
1: oh gosh, hey. I'm sorry. What you happened? You know
3: what? There? This is hard hitting <laughs> to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Somebody cares,
2: All and that right. somebody is me. <laughs> Indeed. It's all
0: true. What are you in, 4T, Rudy? <laughs> Depends on the brand. Carter's, yes. Carter's Old, Na- Old Navy, no. Solid 4T. Old Navy, 5T. What the hell are you guys
2: talking about? I'm left out in the cold on this one. There's no doubt about it. So did you hear Harry Belafonte died, Alex? No. you know who Harry Belafonte is? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> do
0: the Deo. That'll give her a Okay, day-o. actually, the name sounds familiar, but if you were like, what did he do? Tell yeah. us his whole career I'd right say, now. Great question. It's been a long oh, that's, time. Oh, that's sad. Rest in peace.
2: No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute.
0: Hmm. Oh, dear.
2: There's, some, there's another obituary in here, and I hope it's not what I think it is. Um... Okay. Oh, Bob Newhart's wife died. That's what it is. That's too bad. Ginny Newhart, who was married to comedy uh, legend Bob Newhart for six decades and inspired the classic ending of the Newhart series, has died. She was only 82, died Sunday. A lot of people dying. How old is Bob? Bob has got to be, God, he's got to be near 90, isn't he?
0: I've seen him. Really? Where? In Florida. He did like a comedy thing. Nice.
2: It like was not he funny? That
0: long ago. Yeah, it was oh, great. That is Went good. With my mom. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. That's <laughs> great. No, Thanks. he
2: was terrific. You guys keep talking. I'm going to look up and see if I can find out how
1: old Bob Newhart is. Uh, Bob Newhart, 93 years of age. 93. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Hannah. All right. Good for him.
3: Well, Bob Fonte was 96. That's great to see. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Living a long yeah. time. I mean, for how little I know, I'm. I don't know why I'm so surprised. <laughs>
3: I, know, she's <laughs> really? I love having I mean, strong opinions God, about something I know barely anything about. Well, like 96 for anybody. Really? It's like What? I know, it's impressive. God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. Fraud. Fraud. That's all I have to say. Okay, anything <laughs> on local news I'm going to check out, but okay. it looks like Minnesota's high school graduation rates rebounded in 2022. Yes. People are graduating. Uh, good graduating, for Graduating, which is good. Congratulations. Which means, which means they're just giving out the diplomas. That's what that really means. Okay. okay. No, okay. that's not true. Take
3: away their accomplishment. Way to go.
2: Um, I don't... Reversing Minnesota's declining immigration numbers could rebuild a shrinking labor force.
3: I say that every day when I wake up. <laughs>
0: well, if it's too That's cold... It it's the decline. <laughs> if it's
2: too cold for them here, you ain't getting them back here. That's no. the biggest problem they have.
0: Yeah, this winter would have been a rough one. Oh, Immigrating like, first, getting, yeah. getting here and being like, we've made it. Oh, why oh, are we here? Why did I choose this? <laughs> well, there's no question about it. Of all it. places. Yeah.
2: Such is life. Anything else good in the news? They always bring up the seven crimes that are most. There's that picture again. I hate that so damn much again, I tell you. that one. Uh, you want to go through five random facts for a Tuesday? Yes. Kind of random, facts. <clears throat>
0: random
3: facts.
2: Random facts, <clears> random <throat> facts. Here's some random facts for you. Eight million horses, donkeys, and mules died in World War One. <laughs>
3: Is that a high number or low?
0: Eight million? That seems like high. a lot. High, I mean, Eight that means million. Bill what? or Mill? Million. Oh, whoa. I mean, still. still Eight That's million. a lot of donkeys. And you know, horses. those people
1: that
3: are donkey deniers. Of
1: the donkey deniers <laughs> donkey of World War I? deniers.
0: They were mules, not donkeys.
2: <laughs> the last president who wasn't a Democrat or Republican was Millard Fillmore in 1850. He was a member of the Whig Party.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The Whigs and the... What was the other one? There
2: was a Whig. Yeah, it was. The Whigs and what was the other one? Mm.
0: I W-H-I-G. Baldies. that was the Baldies. Was yes, else. that's what it was. I'll check.
2: I'm going to save number three for last. Number four, humans aren't at the top of the food chain. We're actually kind of low because we eat uh, both meat and plants. Our place is roughly the same as pigs and anchovies. Mm. We're way below tigers, crocodiles, and boa constrictors. The yes. top of the food chain? Because well, they eat everything?
0: No, because they're like the biggest threat. Yeah,
2: screw them. Okay. Before Lewis, now, you know who Lewis Farrakhan even is?
0: Nope.
2: I didn't think so. Do you? Mm, y- yes. You do? Yeah. Rudy, you know who oh, Louis yeah. Farrakhan yeah. is. Who
3: is it?
2: He was a rabble-rousing, he, wasn't yeah. he a, he's a reverend, isn't he? a reverend
0: Farrakhan.
1: I guess you could say that, yeah. Activist.
2: He, yeah, activist. He, he, he hates everybody. He's okay. one of those guys who hates everybody.
0: I'm not familiar with those type at all. Before, he,
2: what?
3: I think if you saw a picture, you'd know who it is.
2: Yeah, you would know him if you saw a picture. you him.
3: Okay, maybe I not. I think so.
2: I don't know. Before Louis Farrakhan became the head of the Nation of Islam, he was a pretty successful calypso singer. He went by the Charmer or Calypso Gene <clears throat> before he recorded, and he recorded several albums. I had no idea he was a calypso singer.
3: Me neither. But we do keep finding out that most of these people try entertainment first and then go another yeah. route, right? Yeah, the fail. That was the theme of the day. Yeah, even us. No, he's well, a terrible us.
2: human. Louis Farrakhan's a terrible human being. Okay. Every time he would come up to do a speech, is the only reason I read that was because of his speech thing, every time he would get up in front of an auditorium, people, because he was always bitching about something and everybody's horrible and blah, blah, blah. He would always walk up to the mic, put his hands up and go, I know what you're thinking. The brother looks good.
0: <laughs> and that's how I start my morning. Yeah.
2: So you get up in the morning, the sister looks good. There's think. no question about it. I mean, honest to God, why would you even say something? I don't know. Like
3: that? It's a good catchphrase, though. I mean, I if, if
2: it's
0: manifestation. So...
3: Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say positive self talk.
2: All... Why was he always so crabby then? Why was he always in a horrible mood if he did positive self talk? I'd like to know. Because
3: he's working on it. We're progress, not perfection.
2: Well, that's a good point. Well, no. Thanks. No, you're right about that. So, I don't know. Louis <laughs> Farrakhan, yeah, he was just a hateful puke. Nation of Islam, that whole deal, remember that? They're not even around anymore, are they, the Nation of Islam? I don't think they You don't hear about them anymore, right? Mm. Wigs and Tories. Know. Tories. Wigs and to Tories, that's where right, yes. the Tory party. Karen Absolutely.
3: wrote in for us. Oh,
2: Thank this is can. hilarious. Fired by Fox, Carlson gets skewered on late night after big-name media firings. Late-night hosts go to, uh, go to town on Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. This ought to be interesting to see how this divides up. Jimmy Kimmel, they say Rupert Murdoch made this decision, so this is more like an episode of Succession than last night's episode of Succession. What? Mm hmm.
3: It was very. Mm,
2: don't get that. I mean, one. it's an
3: insight. I just don't know if it's funny. I thought, you know, it's like one of those things where you go, okay, yeah. interesting insight, but hilarious? Not sure.
2: Not really. Desi Lydic on The Daily Show. Who's Desi Lydic?
1: Very funny comedian. Really? Yeah, very funny. Oh, I haven't and, even heard of him. Uh, Samantha B. Speaking of, we're trying to get Samantha B. Do you guys like Samantha B? Yeah. From The Daily Show? We're trying to get her on the show. But yes, Dizzy is, oh, she's so funny. Yeah,
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, Desi a woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Desi Lydic? Yeah. That's how you say it? Desi, yep. Uh, we still don't know exactly what uh, led Rupert Murdoch to fire his network's biggest star, but reportedly he was concerned over Car- uh, Carlson's conspiracy theories about January 6th. So let this be a lesson to everyone. If you try to topple America's democracy, you can stay on TV for two more years and that's it. <coughs> I hope she's funnier than that. She is funnier than that. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. That was a horrible... Leidic. Apparently Tucker was forced out by Rupert Murdoch, which is pretty ironic. Tucker spent so many years saying that Mexican people were coming to take our jobs away. Turns out he should have been worried about Australians. These are, this is not funny.
3: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Maybe right. it's delivery. This you stuff is go, not well, yeah,
0: it's my <laughs> fault. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, putting I got my a, um, fault. Emphasis I have the a word. very
3: funny email from a listener. Um, I'm is, ready. This is from Mike. He goes, <laughs> it frightens me when Alex is on. She sounds like my ex-wife. Uh-oh. Oh, no.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, no. Say Alex. something
3: mean to Mike. I was going to gonna say. Mike, get your act Put together. your socks on the hamper, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is triggered. <laughs> Where's my alimony, Mike?
0: <laughs> it's way past the first of the month. Oh,
2: God, you I've do. been waiting. You too. That's all I have to say is oh, you too.
3: This the show has really gotten better.
2: All right, we got to wrap it up.
3: Do That's we though? Do I'm me. having a
0: great time. Well, you
2: can stay on. That's oh, fine. Okay,
0: cool. I'll just sit I here alone no in the room.
2: Yeah, sitting here alone in the room. Don't no, have to, to be yourself. here
0: the whole time. Oh, yeah, cool.
2: Great. All right, thanks for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.
0: Bye.